Hello and welcome back to Lights, Camera and Life. My name is Lady. And I'm Franklin. So we're ready to delve in again for another week. Um, this time we want to have a brief kind of talk about a film that you've probably all heard about. It's one we went to see on Saturday night yeah, um, in Camden. Camden with um, a few just friends, family, family friends, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's Us, the big movie out by Jordan Peele at the moment. Us! <laughs> you expecting like thunder and crows <laughs> when you said that. Amazing. So I think, um, hopefully you've heard of this film. It is a horror film. Um, I guess the first thing that I want to think about is, you know, did you have any expectations going into the film? What were your thoughts before, um, before we even got to the cinema? Yeah, definitely. Um, as with a lot of people, uh, Jordan Peele mm-hmm. is a director for this, um, up and coming director um, who's doing great things at the moment. Um, Get Out was mm-hmm. his first film. Um, it was such a. Uh, the Well, Get Out, his debut was. Such a complex movie in terms of it was a bit horror, a bit, a bit of comedy, mm. um, but also had a lot of social political statements that it made um, about uh, society, race, all of that stuff. So obviously, because it was so poignant, mm. um, you go into it thinking that that's his style mm-hmm. for this. So I thought that okay, from the trailers, from what I've read, the 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 cast you know Lupita Nyong'o mm-hmm. um and Winston Duke as as the, this family I'm yeah. thinking this might be another type of movie but it it surprised me that it wasn't okay I find that interesting actually so I I obviously have seen Get Out I really liked it um and I was aware that it was from the same director so that was definitely in my mind I can't pretend that I that wasn't in the back of my mind but I think that I did go into it thinking it would be it's quite different and I think that's partly because I've always kind of thought of Get Out I don't we're not going to spend much time talking about that film but mm. I've always thought of that as more of a thriller type film as yeah, opposed that's to true. Horror, yeah, kind of I'd, more I'd one that gets into your psychological yeah, you know yeah. emotions type so I think that's why when I saw even just snippets of the trailer I didn't really watch it properly and I'd seen the the billboards and things I I felt a sense of separation um and I'm kind of glad that I had that before so maybe I I think that's why we've got different views on it amongst other things so what would you say the film's about good question so we are introduced to a very young girl called Adelaide um and we're we're kind of transformed back to the 80s in america where she has this very traumatic experience very early on in the film yeah, yeah. um in a hall of mirrors um and she so something traumatic happens to her we don't really know exactly what happened but it involves her seeing her doppelganger which is probably one of the most scary things i could think she of she doesn't listen to her parents that's what happens when you don't listen to <laughs> yeah. your parents traumatic she experiences about 50 years yeah. old. <laughs> um, so she's traumatized she kind of reverts into herself but we never quite know what happened then we fast forward to modern day i should say to now not modern day um she's got a family of her own they go on a really cool beach holiday to santa cruz um sounds like it's kind of a way of cheering up the family after the death of the grandmother um but you start to sense that she all is not well in her soul you know she's obviously very uncomfortable with going to this beach and we know that's because it's the beach where this traumatic thing happened to her even though we don't quite know what it was although we saw that she met her doppelganger yeah, yeah. so we, we we have hints of something awful you know mm-hmm. um so then we kind of fast forward and then we get to the real horror um where 
her her nervousness and her suspicions and her paranoia basically are confirmed when you know one night in the the beach house that they're staying in mm-hmm. um they're confronted with a family of doppelgangers so there's four members of the family mum dad two kids um played by so we've already mentioned Lupita Winston Duke plays the father Gabe and then two kids I think it's a really good idea to give a shout out to yeah they were amazing. those two kids were really good and they were so amazing. Zora and Jason were the kids who yeah, were played yeah. by Shahadi Wright Joseph and mm-hmm. Evan Alex okay um, and so they're confronted with their doppelganger family which is again just the most terrifying thing and then we're launched into the horror and we we see then the rest of the film is them trying to protect themselves um, and by killing their doppelgangers who obviously have it in for them mm. um, it introduces lots of film um, themes rather about mm. um, duality privilege um, and we'll go into those more yeah. and then there's a kind of interesting twist at the end but okay. we'll come back to that okay so um, I'll just uh, sort of pick up on that scene where you said they're confronted with uh, a family of their yeah, doppelgangers. That almost felt like the start of the film. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were waiting for, for the horror to kick in after 20 minutes. I think I turned to you mm. and, and said, oh, I, I, I really want the horror to come in <laughs> yeah. now. I um, eaten most of my popcorn because I was like, what is this, you know? Exactly, but that was, that was a great scene. That was truly terrifying as a, a piece of, uh, of a horror film. Really well made. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, sort of an epitome of one of the things I really like about um about this film uh technically as 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 a film it's brilliant um as i said jordan peele's at the top of his game right now he's uh, really you know pushing the boundaries well not pushing the boundaries but he's pushing his own boundaries with regards to how good he can shoot scenes you know one of the, my favorite scenes in the film is where the there's an aerial shot of the family walking on the sunny beach and then you can see their shadows walking which is kind of a, a, a microcosm of the theme of the movie with mm. duality and the dark and the light side yeah. and the you know the ones on the ground and the ones on the top and mm. i found that really good the scene where exactly the scene where um uh, you had uh, the home invasion part mm-hmm. where the, the the doppelganger dad was trying to get in and then the, the the real dad says to his daughter can you get me the bat or she runs to get the bat and the camera pans from um, 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 the real dad to the daughter throwing the bat and back gives you a very immersive experience that you're in the house mm. and you're surrounded by these you felt under attack didn't you yeah by these like the, 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 by these what the fucks basically you don't even know what they are yeah <laughs> exactly but that that seems that's really good um the sound editing is really good in the film as well that goes without saying really yeah. um and i have to have a big shout out again to oscar winner uh, lupita nyong'o she's mm. uh, she's brilliant 10 out of 10 um she really really nails it in this film and um i hope she gets more and more scenes because she's uh, she she's solid she's yeah, incredibly she, solid she, yeah. i think as um i was doing a bit of reading a couple of days ago um it was you she really gave you the feeling that there were two different people you know even though it was she was obviously playing her doppelganger they were so distinct in the way she acted both of them true it, and obviously they were all doing that but she as the lead she did that so particularly well that mm. it, it really stood out for me um as did the kids that i mentioned i thought that for young actors they were just really amazing and i i, I hope to see them in other things soon um were there any other things that you particularly enjoyed about the film um the soundtrack yeah. The soundtrack was really good. Um, and a bit different to usual as well, I think. Yeah, I like that scene with the Alexa where they were playing um, <laughs> the Beach Boys. Yeah. I'm feeling a good vibration. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounded better than that. 
to be honest. But it was, it was, I, I really like that I song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was obviously NWA, Fuck the Police. I've, I've never actually heard that song in its entirety. Can you believe that? I don't know if anyone could, well, that's personal view. I don't know if anyone can put up with that song because it's really quite intense. It's an it? intense song, but the whole song played out. And I was listening to it to the whole end. And I was like, this is, it gave me a, a newfound appreciation for, you know, what that song is and how it must have been at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the soundtrack was one thing. Um, the kid actors we've mentioned, they were solid. I believed in everything they did during the film. And um, I, uh, w- one of the big things I really liked was Jordan Peele's ambition. Now, he's, for me, tackling quite a number of issues. Now, a lot of people will say he's left it ambiguous, but I think that he was trying to tackle two or three things and then use horror as a, as a vehicle to do that. What, what do you think? I, I think I sit amongst the school of argument that is he was out to make a horror film, and I think that in that brief he succeeded it was scary and you know that scene in particular and a few others were were really stand out and I think they will stand the test of time some of those scenes um, because they were so well put together so I think he I feel that he was out to make a horror film and I think that he has succeeded in that and I think that what we're finding out about Jordan Peele it's only movie two number two but I think we're finding out that he is someone that likes people to start thinking um and he likes to create conversation and discussion I, I think we saw that in get out and he's done that again now i you know i come back to my point of i think that these are different films and what i found quite different in this film was that some of the themes that were so obvious in there or very in your face didn't always make complete sense and i for me yeah, I, I found yeah. that quite intentional i think that it's the kind of thing that must really frustrate some people because you want to you want to leave the film knowing oh this meant this this was the overall overall uh, message I get that I agree or I disagree with it but I I get this sense that he did intend to sprinkle some thought provoking themes in there about privilege about duality about how we view ourselves income inequality potentially I'm gonna well, I'm gonna leave that as poten- I'm gonna leave that as potentially people from you know. the sewers. You know, I and I think that he wanted to start those conversations, but not necessarily liking the way that he didn't get out. Say, this is what I am trying to say. But that's how I felt. Really. Well, you know, you're you're right, uh, and I think there's there's credit credits wherever credits due, you you give it to yeah, to, to a director. Um, however, just the number of themes that were presented, and not having answers to at least one of them was very frustrating to me. Um, I, you know, I, I do like horror and, you know, I feel that the, there wasn't a good balance of all the elements of what this film was trying to do. So you have the symbolism mm. that was heavy in this film. Mm. You had the, at the beginning, you had the rabbits in a cage, which from his interviews, he's come up with something about they're cuddly, but the mind of a rabbit in a hue, I don't even understand it. Um, so there's that, um, there's, which is blatantly symbolic, but doesn't actually add to anything in the film. Fair enough, it doesn't need to. Then you've got Jeremiah 11, 11, mm. which if you read the verse, doesn't really, you know, you could reach and say it's this and that. Doesn't really add anything to the reach, film. But I, I think that it just sprinkled a bit more horror. You read that verse and you go, oh. <laughs> you know, you don't feel comfortable reading it. And but I think, what, because I it's think a it, biblical verse? Because it's, it's got that air of, of something negative, some judgment, not judgment, but, you know, what's the word? Um, 
kind of evil a bad thing is going to happen and i think that's that's the is the that vague... really what we're doing we're just we're, we're, that a bad thing's gonna happen <laughs> i didn't i didn't read it and say oh a bad thing's gonna happen i i read it and i'm sure he knew people would go back and read that verse to know what it said but for me it just confirms the horror of the film it didn't really i wasn't I wasn't trying. Maybe I thought that I'd read it and it would answer some more questions, but I just read it and thought. I think that just goes along with the theme of of horror generally. But it's like, and, and I was okay no, with I, that. I get that, and you know, film doesn't have to be deep all the time. Mm. However, you don't just chuck in symbols for the sake of it. You know, as I said, you've got the Jeremiah eleven eleven. Then the clock is eleven eleven when she's tucking her kid in, you know, into bed. Then you have um, the rabbits in the sewers who are hopping about. They're underground. There was just... If you're going to make a film that has that much symbolism, like some of the great horror films of all time, say, like, you know, Donetsky's The Double or, um, you know, Cronenberg's Stalker or, you know, Stanley Kubrick's uh, The Shining, you know, where there's a lot of symbolism, Mm. um, you need to take yourself a bit more seriously. Now, because of the symbolism, it makes me, it makes a certain type of film goer want it to be a bit more serious. But then, it, while you're trying to, you know, you've got your pen and pad and you're working it out um, as that type of film goer, it slaps you with some slapstick humor and not just, and then slaps you again and then slaps you again. And it's like you lose balance. And I just couldn't really work out what the film was going. And then, okay, you take away the sociopolitical statement. As a horror film, I just thought that there were too many plot holes. Do you get what I mean? I don't know. What... I don't know. I just, I wonder whether, there's definitely a statement that he's trying to make. Yeah. Or there's a statement that he is, there's a discussion that he is trying to trigger. That's how I would leave it. I don't know if it's a statement. I think it's more a discussion that he is trying to trigger. And, you know, I think that it's it's okay to to not be able to complete the the theme or I I just I think saying that it's a socio economic statement I think is too strong. I think I can see why you start to think about social and economic injustices and, and privilege, but I, I think that he was more trying to trigger discussion and and make people think about how we reflect on ourselves a bit more. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. The, I don't know if it goes as far as so spoiler. But maybe right. he teased teased some of you pen and pad cinema goers with with some of the symbolism. As okay, said. but come on, you can't blame me when there's a scene, and this is a spoiler for for, for those of you who haven't seen it, where um basically the the doppelganger family sit down and arrange them, and it's like they're facing mm. themselves, and she says, "Who are you?" And she's like, "We're Americans." <laughs> Americans! You've done a great impression of Marge Simpson. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's all the smoking. <laughs> but no, but come on. That's what I mean. It was, it was a discussion on. point, and I don't think that he has... I think he's even gone as far as to say it is a discussion about America, but, you know, does that, make, does that statement alone make it automatically about the social and economic... You know, and even if it is, does, does, does he have to go as far as to say... In the film, these are my opinions, and this is the end of my statement on. on this. Uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, no, I really don't know. I so think Karen... I think it's okay to have left things kind of untied and left loose. things untied. <laughs> I'm sorry. After Americans, <laughs> he says, while you had soft and cuddly toys, 
I had to eat fresh rabbit meat. Yeah, obviously, I had to account for the rabbits that's, still all that's over a the place. I had to eat cold, raw rabbit meat while I was in the suit. It's like, that is clearly a statement about no, privilege. No, you know, I'm just sorry, but now you sound like E.T. Like, it's just evolving so much. Now we had to eat. <laughs> I'm actually enjoying it. I like it, good. But um, the truth of the matter is, is that it was that I thought it was like you know whacking me over the head with this statement. Lupita Nyong'o's doppelganger literally had monologues sprinkled throughout, which is not just you know coupled with the symbolism. They had the holding hands of uh, for America, which was an actual event yeah. in eight, 1986. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if that's not a, a, an ode to something that was supposedly supposed to be. Uh, a good thing was it aid for Africa what yeah, was it it's, it's almost along the lines of um, things like band-aid is it band-aid yeah celebrity act- Those like celebrity things. activism yeah, um, yeah where yeah. although it was it, I think that it was less the emphasis was less on celebrities but it was you know the idea of by holding hands across America mm. um, you would raise money for lots of the kind of inequality that was happening including homelessness mm. in America especially amongst children um, and I think that there was perhaps a fee to buy into for some of the t-shirts and the merchandise associated with the campaign. Uh, it raised a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. I think it was in the realm, finally, once you took off the the kind of net cost, about 15 million. So, yeah, it, it was, you know... Oh, it, net it, cost. It made 34 <laughs> in total. And then, like, I'm not apparently a spokeswoman. <laughs> operating cost that was almost, what, 15? But what, what was that? It con- well, it was very controversial, and I think... Uh, 19 million in operating costs for people to hold hands around America. But, you know, was is that someone making a socio-economic statement, or is it just a very convenient way of shoehorning his, you know, or putting together his story? I don't know. If, I don't know. Uh, or is it a bit of both? Listen, I, I know what you mean, and I'm not... I love it when... I, I'm a big fan of abstract cinema. In fact, my, my favourite director of all time, and will always be, is Terence Malick. He, you know, you know his films, Thin Red Line... Um, uh, 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 Tree of Life, um, uh, 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 Wonder, the Knights of Wonder, and some of the I, I've forgotten the names for some reason, but I love those films. It's just abstract nonsense, but mm. it's beautiful at the same time. So I'm not saying I don't like when things are left unanswered. The problem is, is that when you're doing that, maybe try and use things that are a bit more obscure. Um, in 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 making in in making the film, in, in summary, I mean, I'll throw it back to you. Mm-hmm. What do you like about this? What did you think of it? And what would you give Jordan Pill if he was to ask you for advice? <laughs> what yeah. where, what direction would he go next? I what, what would, would you think? I would say I liked I liked that he met the horror brief. I've said that a few times. It was scary. You know, I think that it could be improved by extending the horror so making making it a bit more linear so extending it there were times when it wasn't really horror it was more just watching a family go about their thing and it it wasn't exactly gripping in a few places i like that it left me thinking what does this mean you know i liked the twist at the end i didn't actually see that coming and it it at the end i didn't feel that all was well still so it left me with that lingering lingering feeling of horror so I would say if Jordan Peele was to ask me what should he do differently next time, um, I know I'd say keep it up. I think that he's making interesting films. I think that he perhaps needs to satisfy that hunger in some people for a a, a well tied up message if he's going to go there. But there's Thanks. there's there's a big following of people <laughs> who 
kind of are just there for the pure horror and i think that he's probably got room to push that side of things a bit more yeah personally um i enjoyed it i it wasn't a perfect film but i think for his second showing i'm i like what he's doing and i'm looking forward to seeing more of his stuff um and i would recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it and i'd be really keen to hear what people thought about some of the themes some of the acting some of the potential socio-economic statements in there yeah um i was unimpressed I mean, by the, the film in total, because I have really high standards for him, on the basis of what he did with Get Out. Not that I'm looking at Get Out in the same... or looking at this film in the same way I look at Get mm. Out. Just in terms of as a film. Mm. You know, the tying together of your themes, the storyline, the plot, the scripts. You know, it was so much more edgy with Get Out. I think we both agree that there could have been more. There could have been but more, I think yeah. we feel that for different reasons. For different reasons, Because yeah. I've got more room for more horror and, you know, perhaps more of the horror would come from a more tied-up theme. And I think from your perspective, it's more that there were loose ends. That there were loose ends, that could have been, yeah. But, uh, as I said, technically, the film is great. Um, I like the acting of the kids. Lupita, amazing. Winston Duke, room for improvement. Um, but I just think that... It was a film that was unbalanced in its tone. Um, there were just so many things that it tried to, to, to juggle and ultimately it, it was I was left uninspired. But well done. Amazing. So for now, that is all from us. Mm-hmm. As always, we are super keen to hear your thoughts. Have you seen the film yet? Have you got any thoughts? Is there anything that you wanted to add that we haven't covered? We, we're ready to hear it all because we're, we're very much up for that as we move forward with this podcast. And join us oh, no. next week. Oh no. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Have a good evening. Bye.